welcome to the 60th episode of UPSC Prep Decoded, a podcast brought to you by Abhyankar's IAS, so that we can study on the go. I, Anjali Pandey, your host for today, would like to welcome Ashwai Abhyankar to this conversation. A very warm welcome to you, sir. Thanks, Anjali. Keeping in mind the recent success of India with Chandrayaan 3 mission and a launch of Aditya L1, our topic for today is space technology in India. So, before we get into its contemporary relevance, sir, would you help us to trace it, uh, trace back the journey of space technology in India? Yeah, it's a very interesting journey, uh, Anjali, particularly for all our listeners. Because when you look at space technology in this country, one interesting idea to keep in mind is that this journey had started almost at independence, uh, thanks to the efforts of Dr. Vikram Sarabhai. This was conceived uh, in uh, uh, an area that he called as a retreat, uh, an invitation for young scientists and nimble minds to come and spend time to brainstorm and see where space technology uh, could be taken and this was not only with regard to space technology, it was also with regard to nuclear energy. And it is all the protégés of Dr. Vikram Sarabhai, um, like Dr. Uh, Satish Dhawan and Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam, who have been responsible for creating that environment with regard to space and nuclear tech in this country. So if we look at uh, the, the entire focus of how space technology has gone in, we realize that these stalwarts, uh, scientists um, and academics, uh, ably aided by government policy, were able to make strides uh, in space um, uh, technology that we see today. So now that we have looked at its journey, yeah. what are some of the opportunities and challenges that ISRO faces in the new space age? Yeah, you see, this is very interesting because if you look at the space uh, policy, uh, the Cabinet Committee on Security cleared this policy in 2023. And if we look at the nascent steps that were taken in space technology in India, you would see that the uh, uh, recent Chandrayaan 3 mission that you just spoke about is a mission that was uh, probably, um, you know, uh, with, with a cost of about $75 million. And if you look at the overall growth of the space sector in India, it's huge. We're looking at close to about $8 billion. But when you see the entire focus of space tech, uh, and the government understands this very, very clearly, that it will need entrepreneurship and private sector support. Purely because programs like Make in India, Atmanirbhar um, Bharat will allow India to start exporting space technology to our immediate neighborhood. And the fact that we are able to have these missions to the moon uh, with, with such an optimized cost, it's definitely a very, very strong uh, way forward. So, so to conclude, how important is the space sector and its innovations for India to reach its goal of $5 trillion economy? <clears throat> Again, a very, very good and relevant question, Anjali, because when you look at space technology, there is a lot of focus on whether we are looking at the civilian space or the military space. And I would believe as India is striding its way into 100 years of independence in what we identify as the Amrit Khan Initiative, we are looking at space technology in the areas of biotechnology, we are looking at it with regard to disaster management, we are looking at it with regard to navigation systems, we are looking at it with regard to telemedicine. So this is not only going to spur the economic growth of the development, uh, uh, the, sorry, the economic space of, uh, of development, but it's also going to be focusing on the HDI factors. Right, India has also become a signatory or other participant to the Artemis record, uh, Accords, um, um, you know, spearheaded by the United States, which looks at pushing a man on the moon again by 2025. So this is just the beginning of many, many more beginnings for India in the space sector. Challenges are there. 
you see everything is going to have certain roadblocks for example private sector um, development and private sector initiatives and investment is going to need certain subs and rebates from the government particularly with regard to a, you know some kind of a rollback or reduction in in gst better investment uh, opportunities and better handholding so these are things which are minor differences i believe that they can actually be ironed out pretty well thank you so much for your time sir and to our listeners if you enjoyed this podcast do like share and subscribe your suggestions and inputs are always welcome and you can contact us through info at abhyankarias.com show us love on our instagram facebook and twitter handles that go by the name abhyankars is do not forget that these podcasts are also available on spotify google and apple podcast keep listening and stay tuned for more